welcome to Upbringing. We're Hannah and Kelty, twins, mothers, and works in progress. Upbringing is a movement that empowers us all to engage bravely with the hardest aspects of parenting, to create positive change in ourselves, our families, and the world. Join us to build intention, elevate skills, and align our parenting practices with our greatest ideals. When we practice trust over fear, connection over control, and progress over perfection, we're not just raising our kids, we're raising ourselves. Let's show up and grow up. Today's episode is supported by Earth Mama Organics, organic and natural herbal products for the magical and manic journey of motherhood, from pregnancy to postpartum to baby to breastfeeding and beyond. We are most certainly on that journey, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Founded by Mother Melinda Olson, who is both a nurse and an herbalist, Earth Mama Organics believes that nature can combat everyday toxicity, heal, and support our bodies. Support Upbringing by visiting earthmamaorganics.com and enter code UPBRINGING20 for 20% off your purchase until February 28th. Now on to our empowerment. Happy Friday, kids. Welcome to Upbringing's Empowerment Series. We grabbed some bevs, sat down, and recorded this video that is now up on our site as well as YouTube. The audio from that happy hour is what you'll be hearing next. Today we explore the power of tone, how the voice we use can either elevate or escalate a tough situation with our kids, not to mention influence how we all feel about one another. Mm. (laughs) We chat ways we're trying to use tone as a tool, an attitude adjuster and magical scene setter when the shit hits the fan. We have the power, you know? So grab your Bev of choice and let's show up and grow up. Here we go. Welcome to Upbringing. We are Hannah and Kelty, and these are our empowerment episodes where we talk about the hard stuff as the good stuff and why we should be leaning into all of these really challenging situations with our kids to build brains and hearts and connection within our families and to just grow up ourselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah, some of these empowerment episodes are Dear Upbringings, where someone writes in and we kind of talk out, hash out their situation. And um, ones like this are called The Power Of... Um, where we kind of just get in on something a little bit more fine-tuned or on a skill um, and kind of discuss it that way. So today is the power of tone. Tone. Tone, tone. It's a big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think really- every episode we're like, it's a big one. <laughs> it's a weird word when you think of it on its own. But um, how can we use tone as a tool? As a tool, as a magical yeah. tool. As a power, as a superpower. Transform ourselves, our experience, Mm -hmm. our role, our kids' experience, our kids' sense of themselves and us, um, our day. Mm -hmm. Tone has a lot of power, and I think it's something that we forget. I forget about how powerful my tone is for good and for evil. I am reminded of how powerful tone is when I use it for evil. I'm reminded of it, how powerful it is when I use it for good. And I realize, holy shit, I could be doing this more often and Mm -hmm. it could be be a real help. Well, when we think about like the facets of communication that we have with anybody in our lives, there are so many elements. It's like, one, our body, our Mm -hmm. body language. Um, Two, including sort of our faces, Mm -hmm. what our faces are communicating. um, The words we say Mm -hmm. and the tone. 
essentially, mm-hmm. like how, how those words come out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Those are ones we've thought of kind of, but yeah, I'm sure there are more. Yeah. And, well, I'm I think, sure there's like energy. I think other that stuff. I don't the know. kids are all pretty aware of how tone, how we use tone, like mm-hmm. with babies before they understand us, mm-hmm. all we have is our tone and our hands and our face, even they can't even see our faces. So it's mm-hmm. how we're holding them, how we're touching them. And then the tone of voice, hi, honey, this, that, that caring, loving tone goes a really long way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as our kids get older, um, and a little tougher. <clears throat> yeah, I think that our tone uh, spectrum expands to all the kinds of tones that come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we start kind of thinking of tone as a, not a, as a conscious thing that we want to do to connect with them, mm-hmm. but as kind of more of a, an unconscious thing that kind of comes out that's connected to our thoughts, our beliefs, our emotions, mm-hmm. kind of a direct an outward expression of those things. Yeah, and, and we're <clears throat> more compelled to use tone as a tool maybe to convey disappointment or mm-hmm. frustration or anger. Or like sure. you said, very consciously sometimes, sure. like I'm going to sound really stern right now that I'm choosing this tone. Mm-hmm. Or often, very often, or less, gonna, less, oh, what were you oh, going to say? I was going to say less consciously when okay. we just fly off the fucking handle mm-hmm. and our tone is just along for the ride. A little less conscious. A little bit less conscious. Yeah. Right. But why, the reason we're talking about that today is because it doesn't feel good Not when we yeah. when we use a tone like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, research shows that our kids will learn less and be less receptive and be less cooperative when we are using those more harsh, angry, harsh, shamey, frustrated tones, impatient tones. I think this is universal. Everyone is like, can I use that tone less? That well, would be a tone great. is basically explaining an emotion. Mm-hmm. And so when we use a tone to explain an emotion that is negative or mm-hmm. scary, our kids are just responding to that. <gasps> Mama's mad or mm-hmm. Mama's disappointed or mm-hmm. Mama's scary. And so, um, you know, they don't learn when they're scared or um, or worried or, mm-hmm. you know, feeling disconnected from us. Yeah. So, so I that think makes sense. Why we're yeah. talking about it today is to basically say, can, well, we think about these things uh, like tone as an extension of, like you said, of, mm-hmm. of a feeling, of a thought. So the tone is just along for the ride, like mm-hmm. we said. So what we're trying to think about today is how can we disconnect that? Mm-hmm. So maybe still be having those thoughts and feelings. They don't always go away. They, they take a while. They don't always go away. Yeah. But can we work on controlling our tone with the understanding that it can de-escalate a situation? Mm-hmm. It can de-escalate those feelings and those thoughts that we're having themselves that are yeah. uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, and can we sort of de-escalate maybe if whatever our child is experiencing um, mm-hmm. or the ways that they're challenging us? <clears throat> yeah. Well, so some examples of, mm-hmm. of how powerful tone is. Um, let's give a few with okay. the same sentence. Um, I like to picture myself in the same situation <clears throat> using the same words. So let's describe a situation for each of the sentences too. Okay. So we know how frustrating it can okay, be. Okay, great. Yeah. So um, you have been... Uh, we, just Okay, same. let's say the, the laundry has overflowed and it's all over the floor and it's mm-hmm. just a total shit show. You're in the laundry room trying to figure it out. Something's on the stove mm-hmm. and your our kid is coming, mom, mom, I need you, I need you. And, um, and whining, mom, whining, mom. whining, whining. So we can respond, I'll be there in a minute. Or we can respond, I'll be there in a minute. Right. 
So very same words, same situation, very different. You could be feeling that same thing inside though. Absolutely. Right. But I could say, I'll be there in a minute. Um, mm-hmm. And then how does that, I love thinking, how does that make me feel when I use that tone? How does it make our kid feel when we use that oh, yeah. tone? And we, then how does that make the situation feel when we use that tone? Yeah. Uh, both sides. Okay, okay another one. Um, let's see. Our son will not get in his car seat. Do you want to do one of those? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and can bring it back to the help episode. Yeah, from last he's week. struggling and uh, resisting, and so you know, I could say, "Okay, let me help you. Let me help you." And obviously, I'm feeling frustrated. I'm ready to fucking leave. I've been waiting around very patiently, respectfully. Mm-hmm. But I say, "Okay, let me help you. Let me help you." And I get him in his mm-hmm. car seat. Or you could say, "Let me help you," mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then how's he going to react based on both of those things? How are we going to feel depending on our tone in those situations? Yeah, I really think about that yeah. so often how the way I say something like slippery slopes me mm-hmm. into like it like opens <clears throat> the, the floodgates. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, totally. totally. Okay, what's another good one? Okay, so um oh, oh I finally sat down. I, I you know, we made breakfast for the kids. Mm-hmm. Did the whole pancake thing, did the dishes, mm-hmm. did, you know, cleaned up all the shit all over the floor. Cause mm-hmm. like the same the table and the floor and, uh, finally sit down with like a cup of tea to read our book for a few minutes. Mm-hmm. And then we hear like something kind of crash in the other or room screaming and some screaming and mm-hmm. some crying in your mind, you know that, or you're supposing that yeah. once again, something our, happened. one of our daughters yeah. hit what hit our sons cause they're littler and we hear them crying. Mm-hmm. We're starting to get ramped up mm-hmm. knowing and what happened. We walk in and also just, we need just a fucking five minutes to ourselves. And yeah. we've spent all morning waiting on them hand and foot. Can they not just play for five minutes alone without mm-hmm. hurting one another? So mm-hmm. we walk in there and I say, what's going on in here? And then, mm-hmm. or, or what's going on in here? Yeah. And so mm-hmm. how does that affect the situation? Yeah. Um, what's one more? I think this one's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that one. Uh, I, I, I've said this one <laughs> not the nicest way. I had some tones. rough tone examples last night myself. Yeah? Oh, yeah. did you? Okay, let's yeah. do that one. Okay, yeah. So basically at dinner time, I stepped away for one second. And when I came back, my son had emptied out his milk into his plate and then got really upset that his food got wet. Yeah. So what's a a nice way to respond to that? Why'd you do that? Mm -hmm. And I said last night, I said, why did you do that? Yeah. Which I've said so many times. Why? Why? Why did you do that? Yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. Um, it's big. So I think changing words and tone at the same time. But they all is affect. A bit, they is all a big affect. ask. Yeah. And so this is a great example for saying, I don't think saying, why did you Why did you do that is the best choice of words. I would say, it's gonna I would just out. observe, your, your milk and your food are together. Or, mm-hmm. hmm. You ruined your dinner. Yeah. <laughs> right. But like, why did you do that? That's an, an emotional word yeah. choice. But, but when you change the tone of it. Mm-hmm. It changed. It changes me. Hmm, why did you do that? It changes my kid, who's already like dysregulated. If, if I mean, I would imagine so that he, your he son like, would be like, ah! but, but, but when it, I ask him why yeah. he did that, then he's like, if I say it in a nice way, yeah. then he's like, uh, 
It was like he'll like describe that it was right. pouring, and he wanted to explain it to side. me and like snap him out of it or something. But yeah. really, tone either says I'm on your side or I'm against you. It it is the 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 onset of a situation mm-hmm. that it, that really plays a huge part in determining whether that situation elevates or like goes down the tubes. Yeah. That at least that's the experience that we've been realizing mm-hmm. with our tone. That tone is very powerful, mm-hmm. and yeah. tone is to a degree contagious Mm -hmm. like sure you know it's it's almost like sometimes I think about this when I'm driving down the street and somebody honks at somebody else and I see someone go like ah and yell at the other person and I like catch some of that like negativity Mm -hmm. and then I'm like snappy to my kid in the car or answer the phone I'm like what Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um yeah it like Mm -hmm. it's contagious and I think tone is contagious within yourself like we talk about the floodgates open Mm -hmm. but also with with within your family Mm -hmm. you know yeah I think that everything we talk about with these power of episodes is finding a way to use the incredible powers we have for good Mm -hmm. Um, because not only does that change a situation and you know show our kid that we're on their side that they can do better so that they can learn what to do Mm -hmm. but it also just it changes us so we feel like we're doing a better job. So mm-hmm. we feel like we're a good person in, in those moments um, where we're able to give ourselves a little more grace um, and then to just have a better experience at the moment. It is incredible how even if nothing changes in the situation besides my tone, I feel better. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say we can do this all the time, right? Yeah. I feel like tone is really just self-control 101. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like really. And the way we're trying to look at it it as is basically just a choice. Mm -hmm. We have a choice to choose our tone. Mm -hmm. We have a choice to choose our words. We have a choice to choose our thoughts and feelings. We can't be doing those all at the same time, but they are all connected. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I can, I can level with my thoughts and I change my thoughts. So my tone and words flow really well. Sometimes I can't change my thoughts and feelings. They're Mm -hmm. still really upset um, but I, and I can't choose my words, but I can choose my tone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I can only choose my words. Sometimes I can only nod because I'm like, I can't do any of those things right now. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I yell because I can't do any of those things. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, it, it starts there. at like belief and mm-hmm. then, uh, emotions or thoughts. I, I never feelings, like yeah. know which ones are like thoughts versus and feelings versus or thoughts versus feelings. Mm-hmm. And then. Tone, words, tone with words, behavior. Yeah. It kind of is like the full spectrum, and like mm-hmm. where can you stop that and work your way back? And I think we're working on all of these things in tandem, separately, mm-hmm. like just as much as we can. But if we can just like pinpoint this one tone thing, just to get a, or a little awareness, it, yeah. If you it. can get three out of five, yeah. in a situation, that's great, right? But so. eventually, those things start to connect to each other more. So then, and they are contagious in a good way. They are yeah. absolutely. Uh, and they re- they re- go reverse and forward, if that makes sense. So, for mm-hmm. example, well, we they can work talk in about both that directions. Later. They yeah. do. The mm-hmm. tone just doesn't just affect what happens after, but it can also help me change my belief about my kid based on my tone. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So, I think that what we want to talk about is just creating our own tone intentionally, as mm-hmm. opposed to being reactive. Mm-hmm. What are some tones that we're trying to work on surrendering? We're trying to surrender. You know, frustration tone, the impatience tone, the kind of judgment, shamey kind mm-hmm. of tone. But we're trying um, to surrender those because we believe that there are other ways to communicate those things. Mm-hmm. We're not saying don't be frustrated, don't 
be impatient. We're not saying be a crazy Zen person with no thoughts and feelings and needs. We're saying that, that we might be able to be finding more productive ways to communicate those mm-hmm. feelings and needs. Well, and that our tone. And that it, our tone is the first step yeah. in doing that in a big way. Right. It can, it can help us or it can really undermine us, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. And then what are we trying to embrace? Which tones are we trying to use more despite mm-hmm. our feelings, despite the situation, to help us calm down, to help our child focus in on what we, we need to say to them, mm-hmm. to help improve the situation. What kind of tones work with that? Kind of the opposite. Curiosity. Sure. Um, compassion. Humor. Mm-hmm. Um, perspective. Even just neutrality. Even just a just, neutral just tone. Just go for neutral. Yeah. <laughs> Even just go yeah. for neutral. I've been doing that good. a lot lately where I'm like, I can't like pep this up because it feels inauthentic. But I can I can manage a neutral tone here, mm-hmm. you know. Just work towards neutral. Yeah. So let's let's talk about this. How so, how do we improve our tone? I think. What are some some first steps? Well, I think a, just becoming aware of it is uh, a big one. Mm-hmm. So not having to change anything, not feeling like oh, what am I saying? Oh, you know, not being hard on ourselves, mm-hmm. but just thinking, yeah, how was my tone there? How did that situation play out? How was my tone right here? How did mm-hmm. that feel to me? I wonder how it felt to my kid. How did that affect the situation? Just open up our awareness a little bit about yeah. how the power of our tone. And, and I think we yeah. can use our partners uh, in a way to kind of reflect that too. Mm-hmm. Or to say to them, you sounded a little rude when you said that. Just so you know, it sounded rude, even mm-hmm. if, whether you were feeling frustrated or not, mm-hmm. just to call each other lovingly on it. Yeah. I mean, like a candy but it's camera. Like, you know, everybody is so much like they have such varying levels of sensitivity and yeah. self-monitoring and uh, emotional awareness with tone. Some people like they hear tone and they don't get it. You know, everybody is so different and other people are just very sensitive to tones. Mm-hmm. But what we're saying is this is an, an emotional intelligence skill that we're still learning, that we're becoming aware of and that we want our kids to become aware of. So awareness is just a huge part of this. Mm-hmm. There's no like right tone or wrong tone. It's just how's that working for you? Is mm-hmm. that feel good to your kid? Does that feel good to you? Yeah. That's just what we're trying to get aware of here. Totally. And I think um, one other thing that we like to do within building that awareness is just think about our triggers, find mm-hmm. patterns for like, God, mm-hmm. it's always on Tuesdays when we have that swimming lesson also that I end up be- sounding really harsh and being more stressed. Right. And, and then what happens because of that? Right. And yeah. then the fallout, you know, yeah. but just creating an awareness of how we're able to care for ourselves in those more stressful times so that it doesn't lead to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can know. we do a little work around it to sure. prevent, you know, it's around these transitions that my tone gets really heinous mm-hmm. and that tanks them, you mm-hmm. know, or is it around these things that I'm not able to have that patient tone and so my kid resists even further. Mm-hmm. Um, messes. What, what can my, I, my tone is oh, around man. messes is mm-hmm. a big, that's a big, big one, for, one for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, something else is just trying to channel a calm person. Basically, when we think about so, like yeah. a CEO or a captain or a hostage negotiator, <laughs> an EMT, you know, an EMT, yeah. they're they're so fucking cool and calm. They might be in their head. They might be being like fuck, 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 fuck at a meeting yeah. or on the scene, on the scene of whatever it is. Yeah. But they're cool and calm because they know that that's how they're going to operate the best. That's well, how they're going to be could be able to control the situation the best. Right. And I think those people probably had some <clears throat> level of self regulation capability beforehand but you know that they practiced 
practiced and practiced and worked and worked and worked. And that's what we're trying to do here. It doesn't mm-hmm. just happen. You don't just assume a good tone all mm-hmm. the time or I'm just a person who has a good tone. No, you fucking work at it. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a skill. Totally. For sure. Um, what else? We take a pause mm-hmm. sometimes. Just pause before you say something. Mm-hmm. Just take like two seconds. That's helped with my There might be a, a little more yeah. whining in the interim, but just... Make like giving yourself a second to make that choice for how those words are gonna come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and helps, and I've yeah. and I've begun every now and then to see that sliding doors yeah. right before I walk into the room or right before I open my mouth to say whatever it is. I see the two situations mm. based on my tone. I can see one going rapidly downhill and one maybe going okay mm-hmm. based on that choice right then in that moment. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you do what the else? noise thing. I do. Um, I've been doing, when I can't necessarily manage my tone, when I'm, I'm not, not sure, sure what will come out, what tone's going <laughs> to come out, I'll make a noise instead. So I'll go, hmm. <laughs> or I'll go, um. And those are not negative. They're very neutral. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they let me, I think there's something about, there's air coming out of mm-hmm. your body. Sometimes I can't just... Hold a deep, Could you know, do like I, my daughter lately going, deep breath. yeah, she's been doing that. That's beautiful. I was never a trumpeter, so I, yeah. I don't know. But wouldn't that be funny if you just did that in stressful situations? <laughs> They'd be like, oh, mom. Oh, no. She's, I'm hearing her. Yeah, she's gearing up. But if I can't take a deep breath, if I can't mm-hmm. wait, then I, if I must not just inhale, but exhale something, I will exhale mm-hmm. just a kind of, Hmm. Mm. And it's it sounds mm. a little curious. Oh. It's, it's buying you time. Or to I'll, work I'll on even it. say a word like okay. And so that's been something where it's like okay. And so I, I'm processing. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm trying not to react with a tone or with words that mm-hmm. are going to really. You know, we just have so much power over situations. Mm-hmm. We have so much power over our own feelings. Um, mm-hmm. The tone is what you know, can elevate, as I said, or can kind of tank mm-hmm. us, our kids, the situation. Yeah. We're in charge of this shit. Like, yeah. Some, yeah. Sometimes, too, I try to say, hmm, I'm seeing, mm-hmm. and, and I lead yeah. with I'm seeing because I have a hard time having a mean or judgy or angry tone when I'm just reporting <clears throat> something that I see, mm-hmm. as opposed to making a judgment or asking a mean question mm-hmm. or just you know, freaking out. But I think that our tone really comes down to um, just our belief system, what we believe our kid Mm -hmm. to be, what we believe our role to be, what we believe success to be, what we believe, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think that if we can kind of be also not just be working on the tone, but working on the beliefs, which kind of create the tone, maybe we can be doing kind of both ends to work toward the middle. So like, for example, if if I go out onto the back patio and... I see my kids like dumping all of these rocks and water and making a huge mess like mm-hmm. on the padded furniture where I've told them they can't play before. They've done that. If I if I go into that situation thinking they're kids, they're two and four, they they're making messes because they're exploring this it's is their what their job. brains need to do, it's yeah. their job to be seeing to their needs and having fun and doing this. If I go into it with that that's going to affect my tone in a positive way. As opposed that's to going, help your tone. It's going to help it a ton. Mm-hmm. But if I go into it thinking, I always tell them this, they're out to get me. They are like, totally don't care about the things I've times. told them yeah. and my needs mm-hmm. and cleanliness in the house and all of those things. And that's going to tank your tone. And this is so wrong. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's going to tank my tone and it's going to tank the way I interact and it's going to tank how we experience 
this thing on the patio. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, another belief that I come into contact with a lot when my kids are doing something or I'm approaching a situation that has some kind of uh, emotional reactivity associated with it for me or for them. Like what? Is that you have to give an example. For example, like, I don't know, even they're like splashing in the bath or, you know, or I come in, uh, I, like the example of I hear them in the other room, my kids mm-hmm. in the other room and someone gets hurt. I think that immediately and when emotions tell us fight or flight, there there is an immediate emergency and a need and come mm-hmm. in, feel something, do something. Mm-hmm. And I think a belief that you and I have been trying to rewrite is that pretty much everything that goes on with our kids is not an emergency is not, we do not need to react immediately. We, you know, um, and that has really helped us just in your mind saying, this is not an emergency. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Just like with the belief of our kids saying they're they're, doing, they're doing what they need to do. They're being kids. Like give them the benefit. They're doing their job right now. They're doing their job right now. It's also, this is not an emergency. So that's another belief that's Mm -hmm. helped us kind of chill out a little bit. Yeah, totally. And just like we talked about a little bit earlier, Realizing that you are in that moment of choice mm-hmm. and that you you can choose to be positive and optimistic and contr- control the way you say something. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't always do that. No. But there, but, but there are moments where we can we can see that window, say, that opportunity. I'm not helpless in this yeah. situation. Wait, this world does not suck. Maybe mm-hmm. I can try to... To keep believing, mm-hmm. feel optimistic, and that will affect my tone. That will affect my interaction. That will mm-hmm. affect my kids' reaction. That will affect uh, affect the situation at mm-hmm. large. Yeah. Um, and I think too, like beliefs? like we like we spoke about trying to channel that CEO or mm-hmm. that um, you know calm captain or any of those people in that. I think that we have to maybe rejigger our own role about, about it and be mm-hmm. like, I'm the parent. The and belief in our, the, in the our belief role. in who I am and what my role is and what does that mean? Mm-hmm. Do I want to be the crazy dictator? Do I want to be the correct correction person, the correction police? Do I want to be that or the reactive or, hot mess? Right. Or do I want to be um, a teacher, a supporter, a connector with mm-hmm. my kid? It doesn't mean that anything that you're doing in terms of actually working with them or um, or stopping them from doing something changes at mm-hmm. all. All it means is that we are going into it with a different mind frame mm-hmm. when possible. Yeah, and that mind frame, that belief of in our role affects our reactions. It affects our tone. It affects mm-hmm. their sense of self. They mm-hmm. see us as, I mean, that's the biggest thing for me is that they come into a situation, our kids, our kids mm-hmm. uh, where they don't know what they're doing and they're just being kids and they're doing everything that's developmentally appropriate for them. And they look up to us and see a parent who looks back at them <clears throat> with understanding and with a calm tone that is going to show them what they can do and what they can't or mm-hmm. give them that information or give them that empathy or, or whatever keep them it is. Safe. Keep them safe or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's the relationship I want my kid to have with me. That's the person I want to be in those situations. And this is the dream. You know, this is the work yeah, of this, parenting. This takes rewiring. This yeah. takes practice. It takes so much stuff. Yeah. But I I would really like my kid to be sensitive <clears throat> to tone, <clears throat> to be able to have that nuance where, you know, my tone could have a little edge to it and my kid can pick up on that. I think it's important. You know, I think a lot of this, everyone listening might be like, 
you know, this is like faking it. This mm-hmm. is bending to my child. This is putting on a persona. Mm-hmm. I, if I'm pissed, I'm pissed. And mm-hmm. we're saying, well, if you're pissed, you're pissed. We totally. get that. We've yeah. been there too. But what we're saying is, is there any way we can kind of change our beliefs to not get pissed? Work on that. Is there or any way we just, can work on our tone, you yeah, know, to work, help? Work yeah. on, and, and just thinking a bit of tone as a choice and as a tool mm-hmm. that, that's just there for us when we can use it because yeah. we've seen and we continue to see how choosing a more pleasant, a more curious, a more loving um, tone actually changes the series of events. Yeah. Like it actually it's, changes It's not them. permissive. It's fucking productive. Yeah. That's what we say in every single every episode single probably. Thing. But it's tough. It's, it's like, I don't think I'm not conscious of my own tone all the time. And I mm-hmm. notice people out and about sometimes where mm-hmm. I see a woman where I like at Whole Foods or something and she's talking to her partner and she's just discussing the food that they're eating or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the tone she uses with her child is like, so ridiculously terrible compared to the tone she used with her partner. And, 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 Kurt. and I, I, it just yeah. like blows my mind where, and I do that myself too, because we just think that kids don't deserve the respect of a kind tone like another adult does. And we really do believe that everyone in our lives that we care about or even don't care about deserves a respectful tone, not just to get shit done and deescalate situations but because that's how people should treat each other. Mm-hmm. And we want them to be able to treat people that well, too. So yeah. that's kind of the, the root of this for me is that let's treat our kids like we do other people, not with giving them more power or doing all these other things, mm-hmm. but just approaching with a tone that doesn't add, doesn't yeah. make things worse, um, doesn't make them see us worse, doesn't make them see themselves as worse, mm-hmm. but just... And move things forward. And we're going to not have a good tone often. Mm -hmm. But it's not failure. It's all progress. It's all work. One of our friends brought up recently that sometimes she, it's not just that she can't use a good tone or help them when they need their help, but in the moment she actually chooses not to. Mm -hmm. And that is such a common thing. Sometimes you're like, no, I'm just going to fucking sabotage this Mm -hmm. whole situation. (laughs) And and that tells me that that's a moment that we can't. Even when you're making that choice deliberately, that means we can't. Talk about can't versus won't Can't versus won't. Same goes for us. Same goes for us. I'm saying I won't. I just won't use a nice tone right now because I'm so mad. But But it's really we can't. It's we can't. We just can't We're unable to use a, a good tone. We're too dysregulated. We're too frustrated. We're too tired. We've been pushed. We're too put upon. Mm-hmm. We are beyond, just like when our kids can't do something. Yeah. But And I think that we, in those moments, we need to forgive ourselves mm-hmm. and know that we can make that choice another time mm-hmm. and and do better. And we can circle back. We can repair with our kid, too, yeah. like we do with our partner. Like, you know, I'm sorry I yelled at you earlier. I was feeling yeah. this, this, and this. Or I realized that wasn't the nicest thing to, mm-hmm. you know, to say or... Yeah, or that made I you was feel grouchy. That or, made you feel insecure. That made you feel like you wanted to react, like defensive. I'm sorry, I made that happen based yeah. on my tone. You know, um, we're all doing our best, and mm-hmm. I'm proud of you, Kelty, and I'm proud of too, all man. of you guys. Um, we would love to hear your ideas on mm-hmm. how tone is used um, with your partner, with your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't even talk about like our internal tone with like our world and ourselves, but I think that that's what yeah, our beliefs that's are. Where it begins is, is our internal tone, yeah. our, our thoughts, our feelings, our beliefs, mm-hmm. and then tone with words is kind of what we like. Kind of really jumped on today, but yeah. um, 
we're going to stop talking. We're trying to keep these shorter. A little bit. So that you guys can um, do other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get back to your lives. But we appreciate you being here. Thanks a for lot. coming. Thanks for coming. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers. That was fun. That was really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any sort of afterthoughts? I I was a little tired, a little worn down. <laughs> yeah. From the day. Getting pulled over by the cops, like, really just is exhausting and stressful. And I feel like I managed it pretty well with well, you and all four you're kids. You're describing but this, but I think people who have not seen the video don't know what the <laughs> ending or blooper oh, okay. is. From yeah, so well, but what happened this morning that Kelty was lovingly rubbing my back and giving me a very empathetic, kind tone about <laughs> was that I had been pulled over this morning with her and all four kids in the car on the way to Montessori um, because our tags were expired and my I drive the car. My husband like supposedly supposedly cares for the car. And he had not updated the tags, and we got pulled over. And I had actually had already reminded him to do that. And I just should have done it myself somehow. But uh, reminded him more actively or yeah, something. Yeah, or somehow. Yeah. But, like, fucking mother load. Um, it's just a lot. And it's a lot for him. It's a lot for me. It's just mm-hmm. life. Um, but anyway, it, it was a hard way to start our happy hour experience. It was. A little bit. It was. Like later in the day, like it just kind of rode into that. So, yeah. Yeah. But I enjoyed talking about tone. It seems like such a kind of random, I don't know, strange Amorphous. thing. Yeah. yeah. But it's one of those things that, like you and I say, we as parents have so much power. And how do we want to be using that power? And are there powers that we don't even know we really have at our disposal to help ourselves, to help our kids, to help situations, to elevate instead of, as we said earlier, escalate Mm -hmm. um, our daily experiences as parents. And I really believe tone is one of them. Toing. Toing is one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think this like many other things we talk about is one of those things where we're like it's so easy to have a good tone when things are going well Mm. when everything is fine and we're we're in the mix and our kids are agreeing with us and going along with everything that's really easy and like most of the things we talk about Mm -hmm. this is all about how we can apply that skill when we're doing it and mindset more more subconsciously Mm -hmm. more automatically to these harder situations when it is not that easy to do you know it's it's the harder more moments that we like end up resorting to unconsciously reacting instead of intentionally sort of acting Mm -hmm. or choosing like we talked about tone as a tool or a choice you know i think though tone is something beautiful because it can it's a very preventative type of tool, mm. if you ask me. Mm-hmm. It, it, as you and I said, it leads into the situation. It sets the scene for an interaction with our children or our partners or anybody. Um, and it's not just we come onto a scene of whatever situation and we're doing damage control. We're reactive. Tone is saying it's this opportunity to be preventative, but to, to change the course, yeah. to literally change the future. That's how we see it. And I have seen that happen. And I w- I'm interested to see if people are like, this is fucking bullshit. Or, really? This tone thing? Hmm. 
let me consider that. Well, I think of it in terms, too, of something we talk about a lot, which is when we we are interacting with our kids and you're, you're getting a lot of energy, mm-hmm. uh, challenging feelings, a lot of like a lot anger, of a lot of heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, we call that like acid. Right. Do we want to be pouring more acid on that? And by this, our reaction. By our reaction. Yeah. So when we come onto that, can we use tone or our tone or our reaction in general to add a little alkaline to that, to mm-hmm. balance that like scary fucking chemical reaction, to take it down to more neutral territory well, that we can build from? I think that that is a wonderful, beautiful idea, Kel. But I think culturally, at least in my mind, I am programmed to... If I'm met with acid, I see mm. acid. My kid is shitting on me, doing whatever, um, resisting me, having an issue, going against my wishes, all of these things bothering me. Or anyone. Anyone, whatever. Yeah. My my go-to response is to say, add acid to acid. Meet them where they are so that I can be top dog, so I can show them who's in charge here. And the idea of alkaline just seems very... That, that's like this peaceful, permissive route that it doesn't seem, again, that productive. And you and I mentioned that in the video where mm-hmm. we absolutely feel it's productive. Um, so I'm just, I'm interested in proposing this idea, talking about it a little bit and seeing how does that apply to people? Kids, how are you feeling about this? Do you feel like this is totally insane? Uh, we've never read about this. We're really just, we think about it a lot with mm-hmm. tone. We consider one another's tone very often. We're very highly sensitive to tone. Maybe this is a weirdo twin thing. I don't know. <laughs> this could be some strange little thing where we're I like next episode we apologize. Like the power of apology is going to be our next episode. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I think we're actually going to be talking about a lot of these <laughs> key themes next Monday in our book feature. Oh, are we? We are. We definitely are. Okay, Cal. But I think that we just automatically often assume that, okay, I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling angry. So it's going to come out that way, either in my tone, slash my words. I can't help it. I can't it do will. it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I have to say it that way, or I get to say it that way because I mm-hmm. feel it. And I think what we're coming to understand and try to practice mm-hmm. is this idea that it does not have our tone or our word choice, but mostly our tone in this conversation does not have to be a logical extension of our thought or feeling. We have control. We can separate those things. We can still be feeling Mm. frustrated, angry, confused, upset, and we can fucking choose to Mm. not, you know, be duplicitous in any way, but to convey curiosity, to convey neutrality regulate to fucking self-regulate but this to save hard. the situation I, I think that that's why parenting is so hard because it's asking that we hold back from that that connection between inner self and outer world mm-hmm. when everyone around us all the kids around us are saying fuck that i'm gonna just let it all hang out i'm doing me. why do we have to regulate why do we have to hold that? And it is a really hard thing, but I'm sorry, everybody. Someone's got to be in charge. And, you know, research shows that the more parents are able to self-regulate, the more able kids are able to self-regulate as they grow up. Yeah. We are their models. They are little sponges. 
You know, all of these things are an opportunity. We have a couple friends that, I mean, they give, we all give each other such amazing examples and Kelsey and I are definitely largely unaware of our own issues, which we're trying to come to terms with. But one friend, for example, every time something spills or drops or doesn't work properly, one of our friends will react being like, fucking A, ah, and like literally it's a trigger for them where they get so deregulated, Mm -hmm. like dysregulated, sorry. Um, And we've talked with them before about it and they've been like, you know, like I've been thinking about this and my parents always, when something broke, when something wasn't working, when something spilled, they never reacted well. They never reacted coolly. How would I ever know how to do that? Like they were really putting the pieces together from their upbringing to their current reaction and being like, I don't want to keep doing this. And I definitely don't want to teach my kid to be doing this. There's no reason to get upset for a spilled fucking soda or, um, you know, whatever that's not working. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just, you know, we, it's really hard to, to consider how much power we have without feeling like totally crippled by it yeah. <laughs> with our kids. So, um, I guess that's what this is all about is just asking ourselves in the smallest little bit, the most graceful type of um, request to ourselves, what is it that, you know, we're maybe reacting to in a way that could be leading our kid to react that way that's not the most productive, that's not the most connect worthy. Yeah. And just thinking that our tone reflects our attitude and mm-hmm. our attitude reflects our beliefs and our beliefs reflect the person we want to be mm-hmm. and the life we want to live. It's all connected. It's all connected. Yeah. And those moments when we can choose or we are able because to choose. Because we can't always. We totally no. can't always. But those moments that we can choose and say, I'm taking a beat, I'm taking a breath, I'm making a noise, like you said, <laughs> Han, I'm making a noise, I'm... I am tempering my reaction knowing that I am choosing this so that mm-hmm. I, for the betterment, mm-hmm. literally, of mm-hmm. myself, my mm-hmm. own like floodgates of emotions, uh, for my, my child and what they're going to be thinking about themselves, for the greater experience. Well, and all of those things that you say are not lacking in control. Those, that is self-control. That is the best control we can possibly have is over ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's not over our kids. So when we have these, these situations, it is so easy for me at least to be like, I need to control my kid more. I need to tell them what's what. I need to show them what's what. I need to take away something. I need to give them something. Mm-hmm. I need to control. But what all of this says is, wait, the control's in our hands. We actually have the control to decide how the the rest of the situation is going to play out for ourselves, for our kids, for our relationship, for the day, for the next time this happens. I feel like this tone thing is in a weird way, like choose your own adventure. Yeah. Like you choose that page of what tone you convey and it might go a totally other direction. You're writing the script. You totally are. Totally. Yeah. We're all writing the script. We probably said everything that we said in the video already, but it's like, fun talking about it again. Yeah. It was it was shorter than normal, so we're like, let's make up with it. Make make <laughs> let's up for add it. Add another yeah. hour. Oh sure. So anyway, head over to our website upbringing.co or YouTube where you can watch all of what we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. And I think 
it's like farewell affirmation time. Yeah, you, yeah, you go. You are doing an amazing job. Mm-hmm. We are so proud of you. And we're right here with you. Yeah. Taking steps to better understand ourselves, understand our kids, and understand one another. So thanks for being here. Tongue twisters and all. <laughs> we're all growing up together. Till next time.